Are you and your horse guilty of some speed wobbles when you're riding through transitions? And if so, what can you do about it to try and straighten things back out? Well, we're going to chat all about that this week. Hi there, my name is Lauren and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we go in depth in it, breaking it into smaller pieces that you and your horse can then work on for the week, giving you a plan and well making sure that you don't get caught in the endless circle so what's the endless circle well as a riding instructor and also an owner of a livery barn i see riders they get their horses they get into the arena and they kind of run out of ideas you see it's all well and good when you have an, an instructor or a trainer there telling you what to do creating lesson plans keeping you on track but as soon as you're left to your own devices and you, you know it, i think it starts out with all these ideas and we say oh yes i want to do this but actually creating the plan when left to your own devices becomes well it's a bit of a challenge eh and like anything if we don't have a plan things are going to not go the way we want them to go so the daily strides podcast is here as i say we take a different topic each week we go very very in depth in it in detail and then we ride step by step through it if you're interested in finding out more i'll let you know at the end of this how you can do that but in the meantime what you can do is pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash christmas and join us for the 12 days of christmas equestrian challenge you don't need a horse it's all about giving back and and just gratitude and well getting together as a community a community of equestrians over christmas and making it special so you can join us there stridesforsuccess.com forward slash christmas okay back to today and today we are talking all about transitions and more specifically being straight through transitions so I was laying out the program for today and I was thinking to myself, straightness through transitions. But straightness, I, I want to talk, we, we've spoken before about straightness through transitions. Let me start off with saying, while we're talking about horses. But today I want to go with more the rider. We've been it's kind of on this topic the past few weeks about the rider. And I think riding straight through a transition, you as the rider, is really, really important. In fact, it's it's uh, the, the transition is not going to be a great success if you're not straight and if you're not doing what you should be doing in the saddle. Because, of course, you're always influencing your horse regardless of what you're doing. So it's really, really important that you're straight, okay? But what a lot of riders seem to forget is that a lot of things lead up to straightness. So just like with our horses, there's a lot of things things that lead up to straightness if you look at the kind of training scale or the training pyramid um, straightness is very close to the top and I don't necessarily think you have to have everything else um, absolutely 110% perfect before you can reach straightness I think they should all be worked on together it's almost like a funnel you want to continuously be working towards all of it however in order for you to move to I suppose the next level of mastery you do have to have mastered the previous level but I think it's something that you you should be very much I suppose aware of all the time there's no point in not thinking about straightness um you know you're going to say oh no I need to master everything else first and then I'll get to my straightness thing um I don't think that's the correct way and that's a successful way to ride a horse but back to your transitions now first and foremost what I see happening riders a lot is that they're riding quite happily, let's say, on the straight. They're on their horse. They're in trot. They're going around the arena. Everything's great. It looks good. It's not perfect, but it looks okay. It's, you know, it's it's not bad. And, as, you know, maybe a transition is to have. So let's say they have to canter, okay? 
And what I find a lot of what happens is this training scale, just like with our horses and how they if, if I suppose the elements or the factors of the training scale are in place and are functional, you will get a better kind of a, a movement or a better performance from the horse. The same is true for the riders. So one of the first things that often goes, so again, back to this, we're trotting around the arena, uh, we have to canter. One of the first things that you'll see disappear from the rider is relaxation and what happens is this excess tension comes in I often see it riders and very often you'll see riders themselves notice this because maybe an instructor or a trainer or maybe even they think to themselves now now they're quite a bit away they could be maybe halfway down the arena and they're thinking okay I'm going to counter in the corner or the instructor or trainer says okay you must counter in the corner and the horse it's almost like the horse understood English (laughs) and he went bump and off he went into a canter and of course the rider's kind of he's not too sure what happened but he's cantering it's good now meanwhile the the bit of the sentence that said at the corner was forgotten about okay and what I find often happens in this situation is that the rider begins to become tense and the rider is already thinking canter and not transition into canter and it's important to understand that in your head you mustn't just think canter and chase into canter because when you begin to chase things and when you begin to become taints about it that is going to come across to the horse and the horse then is going to end up uh, picking up on that and this is where often where you get this um the horse is already cantering and meanwhile the rider is uh kind of not too sure what's going on at all at all but they're in canter, so they're happy. So first and foremost, you want to make sure that you remain relaxed through the transition. Now, just like if you were thinking about on a bicycle, one of the first things that tends to go for a little bit of a ball when you start to become tense or anything is your balance, okay? And this is the next part that tends to go with riders. So they begin to get a little bit tense and then their balance tends to start Well, it starts going and people will say their balance is shifting. No, no, I just think their balance is gone, okay? There's a point where you're going to be balanced and I don't think balance is something you kind of, sort of, balance is either you're balanced or you're not, okay? Um, And I think that once your balance is gone and whether it be it's fleeting and then it's coming back and it's gone and it's coming back, it's still, it's not there, eh? For a majority of the time. Um, Or that you're completely off balance, it's going to again influence your horse and you're going to throw this back onto your horse, okay? So you need to try and remain balanced. And one of the reasons riders tend to lose their balance through transitions is, again, comes down to how they're carrying themselves and their position. They get tense. They they stop this relaxation. They stop themselves moving with the horse and they begin to start almost fidgeting have you ever seen riders they tend to overthink things and I think a transition is one of those things they do tend to overthink sometimes and they begin to fidget and they begin to I don't know they're doing a million different things up there I can only imagine what the horse is thinking he's probably thinking oh goodness make up your mind what do you want okay but needless to say as soon as that is gone okay and the balance goes the rhythm tends to go out the window so once the rhythm is gone so now when now we've lost our relaxation we've lost our balance we've lost the rhythm now we're coming towards this corner and the the corner's looming the canter is in our mind we're not too sure what's going to happen and very often from there the rider will take the approach that they're going to just kick on and hope for the best and of course once they kick on they tend to let everything fall out the front door and this is where you see the lack of connection okay so it, it, the the con- contact it that is the next kind of phase the next step of what tends to vanish and tends to disappear 
when the horse is uh, being pushed into the canter. So the rider is gone from having all this lovely contact. The horse is gathered up there in his hand. Um, he, he's maybe riding nicely. We said this trot, it mightn't be the world's greatest trot, but it's a good trot. And now all of a sudden, everything is bit by bit just falling apart. And it's all because of the rider, okay? And of course, once the... The connection goes, well, the impulsion tends to follow suit because what you'll often find happen is the rider has basically chased the horse on, thrown the reins at it. And then when there's nothing there to almost gather that energy, the rider gets a little bit afraid and automatically then backs off of it. And this is where you get the impulsion because, of course, the impulsion and the energy that's been created at the back end has to be filtered and funneled through to something in the front end in order to create impulsion, to create that. It's, It's almost like the reserve that's there for when you ask that your horse can go, okay? And that's now missing as well. So, and then overall, you tend to then get, because of this unbalance, the lack of straightness. And then at the end of the day, by the time the horse is actually cantering, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're generally 100 miles from where you want to be. Your horse is no longer connected through. You're no longer really in control of the situation. And in control, what I mean is in control of your own body, in control of your thoughts, in control of what you want to happen. And of course, in control of the horse as well, okay? Everything is gone. And it all comes down to the fact that you are not riding nice and straight into the transition to begin with. So if we take things back, what you want to start doing as a rider is first and foremost focusing and sitting up through your body. So we keep talking about position. Your position is so important. The reason your position is so important is because you put it puts you in the correct place to have the greatest impact on your horse, okay? And that is why you have to be sitting in the correct position. If your position is wrong, so for example we said that at number one there we kind of started to become a bit tense think about when people become tense first and foremost their shoulders tend to close up okay this affects the the lines you know we we speak about the lines a lot here in the podcast but the head shoulder here peeling down then from your elbow through your wrist hand down to the horse's mouth okay so by just closing off or closing over your shoulders when you become tense and what I mean by closing it's almost like If you could imagine you put a ruler across your chest to the points of your shoulders, you make that shorter, that distance shorter by closing down your chest. It's like you want to bring the points of your shoulders closer together um, towards your chest, okay? So you'll find that happens. And of course, that automatically affects then the elbows and everything because what you find is the elbows tend to stick out, the hands go in, and you now have broken that line. That line's no longer a straight line. Remember, that line is a straight line from both aspects, from when you're above looking at it and when you're at the side looking at it. It should be a straight line right the way down so now the straightness has gone out of that line so there's one of our positions gone the other thing is as soon as you begin to do that your shoulders are then arched around it and you've lost the head shoulder hip heel line which of course is going to put you in the wrong position to do anything else but once that happens it's very difficult to get back from so what you want to do is that as you're riding there as I mentioned you want to focus on sitting up through your body And it's almost like you want to think about allowing the transition to happen underneath you, okay? So think about rather than being on the horse and you riding the transition, you want to think about being light enough to allow the horse to transition underneath you. And you're just basically being carried along. You're 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 given the directions, of course. Yes, you're telling your horse, okay, we're going to transition here, but you're then allowing your horse to do the work. You you you're kind of sitting back and letting things happen. You're you're delegating, okay? You're saying, okay, buddy, you're going to transition into canter. I'm going to sit here and just follow along, okay? So 
that's really important. Now, the next thing is to remain relaxed. I often find that if you can remain in the correct position, okay, and practice this a lot uh, when you're basically starting out and when you're doing very basic movements such as walk and trot, if you can remain in the correct position, it goes a long, long way towards remaining relaxed when you start to actually do more difficult things. It's almost like you have to train your body to remain relaxed. And remember, there's different degrees of relaxation. Um, you don't want to be relaxed to the point where you're completely floppy up in the horse. You do have to control your own body. However, you don't want to have excess tension. That's the key word here, the excess part, okay? If there's any excess tension through your body, you are going to get, um, You what tends to happen is you tend to end up twisting through the transition. Um, the reason is your body, when you're not relaxed, your aids cannot work independently of each other. Um, when you're tense, Think, think of something that's very stiff and when you move one part of it, the whole thing moves, okay? Now think of something that's very relaxed. When you move one part of it, well, only that part moves, the rest of it doesn't. And that is how your aids have to work. They have to work in that when one part is moved, everything else does not go and follow suit with it, okay? So you need to maintain that relaxation through your body. You need to think about the connection that when you ask your horse to canter, remember you're the delegator, you're just asking, he's the doer, he's the doer, okay? You're just the asker. When you ask him to canter, you are then there correctly positioned to collect on that canter. And I'm not talking about collection, I'm just saying you're there to gather it, okay? So you're there when he canters, you're going to respond by saying, fantastic, let me channel that energy off there somewhere for us, okay? And this is where you get this nice connection through it, okay, your contact. And of course, from the contact, and because you're channeling the energy, comes your impulsion. And that is what leads to straightness through the transition for both you and your horse. So this week on Daily Strides Premium, we are going to be going step by step through this. We're going to be starting off with the rhythm, making sure that we are holding and maintaining our rhythm all the way through. And then from there, the relaxation and um, everything else, connecting it all the way through to a straight transition. If you want to join us, we would absolutely love to have you. You can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Not only will you get this week's lessons, but you'll also get all the past week's lessons. They're all in there, divided up into nice little collections for you to work through as you want you can just download them pop them onto your phone and listen as you go and then finally please please pop over join us for the christmas challenge it's absolutely free and let's see how big an impact we can make on the equestrian world this christmas by well just spreading a little love and a little christmas cheer about have an absolutely super week keep well and i'll chat to you soon bye mm-hmm.